Welcome back to 1876 Sports and Culture Podcast, a show focused on highlighting the illustrious Prairie View A&M University, the HBCU of Texas, by promoting SWAC and the HBCU experience, featuring your fellow PB Panthers, Roland Austin, Jay Cleasy, Big Mike Washington, three-time SWAC champ Gati Werema, former drum major HBCU band historian Shanetta Haskell, and Al Williams, driving the show from the hill. Please subscribe and follow us on social media at 1876SCP. And don't forget, we do it for the culture. Welcome to the 1876 Sports and Culture Podcast. You have yours truly, Al Williams. And for Joe Clay, we got Victor Lankford once again. Big Mike still on the road, but he in the house. And Roland with us. He with us again. Let's go. Shanetta is on assignment, and so is Got T. So let's get going, man. I'm glad this week we don't have to plead the fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth. Thank you. Thank you, you, Alcorn. (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right. But it it is a lot going on on the hill. So we're going to talk a little football later. But a couple things I want to get to. First thing, Atika Locke named the uh, 2023 2024 writer in residence. So we proudly announced the appointment of her um, as a writer in residence for the Toni Morrison Writing Program. She is a distinguished American fiction author and acclaimed writer, producer for television and film, and will be formally introduced this coming Thursday, September 28th uh, at 11 a.m. in PV's Don K. Clark Building Auditorium. So if you are on the yard, please make sure that you go and join and welcome Atika Locke to the yard as our writer in residence for 2023, 2024. Big uh, deal. Where is yeah, John K. Locke Auditory? That is in the MSC. Got it. Okay. In the All MSC. Right. You just throwing out new naming rights. Hey. I'm like, hey. Somebody paid big money to name that auditorium, (laughs) so I want to make sure they get their money. I understand. I just listen. For those like myself, I just wanted to know where did we go? Hey, Roland, I didn't know either. I'd have been lost. Hey, hey, look. One day, if we be so fortunate, we're going to have our name on some stuff, and you best call it and put some respect. On my name. All my initials on there, buddy. Drop that pin. Drop that pin. That's right. So, so this 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 program though is it's a big deal. <clears throat> She's like the third uh, writer in residence for this program, but I mean, I was reading her background, and so, but one of the things that drew her into literature was Toni Morrison's t- uh, novel Beloved. Did y'all see that movie? Man, that was our introduction to uh, what's the uh, actress, British actress. Uh, Y'all know who I'm talking about. Played played in several movies, but it was our first introduction to her. It hit me in a minute. Keep going, Mike. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Andy Newton. Fandy Newton. Fandy Newton. Yes, that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. She was a big. She was big in that. I wasn't a fan. I had to see it twice to really get it. But, but really? uh, yeah. After seeing that, she went into literature. So you know, but you know, her connection to Morrison goes far beyond just her love for literature. She really was moved by that movie, Beloved. So she yeah. has some literature of her own, what the Exiles Lament, and another one called Blackwater Rising. 
Now that sounds like some intriguing stuff. I don't know if I want to dab into that, but right. phenomenal writer. <laughs> we are lucky to have her. Uh, I'm really excited that uh, we keep bringing in big names for yeah. this uh, writer in residence program. <laughs> You know, this is our third year with it, and and they do not disappoint. No, they don't. Hey, we're All right, so we're excellent resides. Yeah. So did y'all see? Uh, there was a letter issue from President Legrand on some leadership changes at PV. Vic, did you see that? Yeah. So it came out. I believe it was Wednesday of last week on the on the nineteenth. So basically, the letter from uh, President Legrand states that effective October one, twenty twenty three. Dr. Beverly Copeland will transition from vice president of student affairs to a role of special assistant to the president for special project projects for the remainder of the academic year. And so uh, at this point, Dr. Copeland will be her, her position will be appointed to a Mr. Edward uh, Willis for an interim uh, vice president of student affairs. And Mr. Willis is like a seasoned professional. He has uh, stints with uh a lot of HBCUs as Vice President of Student Affairs for Southern University, for Norfolk State University, and also even for FAMU. Uh, so also as she takes, as Dr. Copeland takes over the, you know, the role of special projects, whatever that is, uh, but they're, they are going to start a national search for our next permanent Vice President of Student Affairs, which will launch uh, later this fall. And they expect to have that position filled by, I want to say, summer 24 is when they expect to have our new uh, vice president of student affairs uh, selected. And we how long, how long has she been in place? She's been in place for a minute, right? Uh, yeah, well, I, I want to say she's no, because Dr. No. Sam's just left. It's been only, yeah, it's been less than a couple of years. She's been there maybe oh. two years because Ransom okay. was interim, okay. remember? Ransom was interim. Then he went back to student affairs as a, a dean of students. Then I think he retired. So it's only been about two, maybe three years. Wow. Okay. But, yeah. you know, presidents got to bring their own folks in. So, you know, our provost stepped down uh, earlier uh, this summer after the graduation debacle. Uh, so we also are doing a national search for uh, a provost. And I say yeah. debacle because I didn't get to see my child cross the dog on stage. Debacle. Say, yeah, it was a debauchery. <laughs> Sam Cook, change gonna come. Hey, real quick and, uh, and swift, like I hope. He said, What do you say? Wusa, Wusa. Yeah, I mean, real earlobes. But yeah, just in case, you know, for the general audience that doesn't really have an idea kind of what all does a, a VP of student affairs do, I've just kind of you know, just from my standpoint, too, wanted to make sure. So, oh, so uh, VP of Student Affairs oversees all areas of student services and provides leadership for an oversight of the development, management, assessment, and quality improvement, including student recruitment, enrollment management, admissions, placement slash testing, orientation, registration and records, financial aid, retention, and other student activities. So a very important role that we really, very important. you know, need to get this right. I would yeah. say very important role for a president with some uh, enrollment numbers targets in mind, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you read all of that, it sounds like she definitely wants to handpick the person to help her. We know she has a goal, even if it had been stated. We know she has an enrollment goal. Well, well, really, what was her strong suit, remember, in, in her background? Yeah, that's right. Managing student services and, and student yep. enrollment. That was her. That was her big deal. Yeah, so it wouldn't be surprising if we see one of her protégés uh, filling that seat here real soon. So That's right. 
Hey, bring your own folks in. I ain't mad. I, ain't <laughs> I, ain't not mad, mad. I ain't mad either. Hey, I ain't mad either. We gotta get this right because are we? Know, but, but do we yeah, really we want fifteen thousand? Uh, do we want fifteen thousand? Yes, we, we do want fifteen thousand. If we get fifteen thousand, we can maybe get seven now, in the in the football stadium. Hold, now exactly. hold on. Let me, now here's the question. Now don't come up here complaining about parking. <laughs> We got yeah. 15, now we do so, we do need a parking structure. There's, there is a responsible a way to go to fifteen thousand. We just yeah. got to be smart about it. Just because yeah. oh we got to do we got to think of parking. So what? Yeah, and we've got to get that infrastructure with you know when we're getting the registration or especially incoming students, we got to make that quote unquote as seamless as possible because we still got some gaps. You know, I have a nephew that didn't make it in as a freshman because there were some things that you know just kind of kept getting lost or whatever. But we gotta, you know, we we still got work to do when it comes yeah. to registration and yeah, all that good stuff. So I think we we've yeah. just been focusing on the wrong thing. You know, it's a it's a key phrase that um I was just reminded of earlier today is that you know what you pay attention attention to is what you get paid for. So you, you, if you don't pay attention to everything and all the elements, you're going to miss out on, on some key areas. Right. And we see like your, like your nephew, right. We see where those gaps are really getting highlighted to alums now. And that's going to be a critical point. It used to be back in the day, there was no real connection. Now you're seeing alums, kids and, and their family members falling through the gaps and not getting their due and their justice. And you're like, Hey, hold up now. Uh, you're gonna call me once a year to write yeah, a check, and my a whole lot of nerves. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that yeah. part. It's those very last nerves that you don't uh. want to be on. <laughs> the very last ones. The one before the last, you might be okay, but that very last one, yeah, not a safe place yeah. to be. <laughs> exactly. So I, I hope it gets done right, and, and like you said, hope we focus on the right things. All right. Exactly. Now, um, also on the yard this past weekend. Panther and Vent program. Mike, you talked about that a little bit. It was yeah, a 48-hour yeah, student competition. Yeah, that's a neat little, uh, little neat little program. I found out about it. I had a couple of one of the students who interned with us um, uh, actually was a, was a participant or whatever and was telling me about it. It's basically, as you said, it's kind of like a weekend long day, 48 hours. It's a competition. So each group or student brings a different theme or is given a different theme. It's sponsored by companies and um, by the, the the faculty, but you know they could be anywhere from healthcare to electrical engineering to chemical engineering to animal science, and it's an existing real world problem. And they have forty eight hours to really solve this real world problem and do kind of a presentation. And then they're mentored by faculty and industry experts. So, and they compete actually, there's money, there's money on the table as well. So so there's a little competition going on here. So I thought it was a pretty neat program. So it was a little bit more than a senior design, huh? (laughs) Just a little bit, just a little bit. (laughs) That is cool, man. And the big thing is there are monetary awards uh, and they'll be recognized for their innovative talent. So uh, that monetary award, I, I know that competition is going to be real. Hey, get my attention. Hey, say, look here, man. We might look, go, go register for this summer class real quick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, have your, you have a serious talk with your teammates. Say, look here, man. Not just about right. grade. We got hey. some money this thing. I got money on the table. Say, we talk about <laughs> a whole lot of financial aid coming your way. You might want to get it. <laughs> No, we blocking no blessings out here. <laughs> All right. So uh, also in the news this week, women's soccer finally into SWAC play. Uh, so they are 
overall one and six, but they are one and zero in the SWAC. They took out University of Arkansas Pine Bluff this past week. So the tail of the tape. So Arkansas Arkansas Pine Bluff broke the zero zero tie when Yuzel uh, Bernal scored in the twenty seventh minute. The Lady Panthers responded to the tie to tie things up on a goal from uh, Deja Lewis, uh, her first goal of the season in the twenty eighth minute. Uh, assisted by Maya Sheridan. And then Prairie View broke the 1-1 tie on Lewis's 41st minute goal, her first of the season. So the Lady Lions fought back to to knock things up at 2-2 with the 66-minute uh, goal from Burnell. And then Prairie View broke the tie and took a 3-2 lead on Sheridan's first goal of the season in the 83rd minute, assisted by Jada Davis. The match closed out with another goal scored. So we are on now. Let's go. I think they played Grambling earlier today. We'll wait to see yeah. what the results were from that. But Actually, uh, I think they failed a Grambling. Oh, they um, might. They failed a Grambling. Yeah, I think so. One, the, one, one to zip. Yeah, one zero. It's a pretty good right. game, but they they didn't couldn't pull that one off. All right. Well, good luck to the Lady Panthers. Uh, all that is now becoming one of the hot sports on campus. You see a lot of students show up for the soccer game, so that's a that's a hot ticket. I like it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, you look at the standings. You know, you think you look at the record, but if you look at the standings, they go on statistics a lot. So Pine Bluff was at the top of the you know swag and stats. You know, in terms of goals, there you know scoring average, opponent average as well. So they beat a top ranked team in Pine Bluff as well so this this is no light team and they're just breaking in the swag play so let's give them a chance let's see what these ladies can do hey they're looking like they're gonna be all right yeah i think they're gonna be all right i'm liking what i see yeah new coach we got a a new old coach so (laughs) let's get it (laughs) let's get it hey did y'all hear about the pre the uh letter that the white house sent to 16 states Regarding funding of HBCUs this week? Ah, yes. I heard about yep. that, but what, I mean, what do we do? Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. So, Education Secretary uh, Miguel Cardona and uh, Agriculture Secretary Thomas Vilsack sent letters to governors of Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, Missouri, Oklahoma, South Carolina, North Carolina, Texas, Tennessee, Virginia, and West Virginia. Uh, And basically, he cited data from the National Center for Education Statistics and found the gap in funding could have supported infrastructure and student services and would have better positioned uh, the university to compete for research grants and that the HBCUs would be much stronger and better positioned to serve as students in those states and the nation uh, if made whole with respect to the funding gap of 13 billion with a B dollars. And the gap range per school from one to two billion. Yes. So yes. Yes. That's a huge so, gap. I, I think mean, they, they closed out the letter saying that this is a situation that clearly predates all of us, but it is a problem that we can work together to solve. I thought that was interesting wording. When the White House says we can work together to solve this problem, are they bringing some money to the table? I mean, uh, we got an election coming up. If you want, I was saying that sounds like some election hocus pocus. Come on to with me. it. Sound like I'm some no, some November switcheroo hey. on us. Hey, don't. Hey, what they say? What they say? Don't play me. Pay me. That's it. <laughs> exactly. You closed that two billion dollar funding gap for PV, or what is what? What is it now? One point two now. You yeah. close that gap, you yeah. just might get my I, vote. I guess, and I guess my take on this is like, and I'm sure that's what Roland's going to is like. We probably, I mean. 
yeah, we we know there's a gap. We see yeah, it. no we, no big we, surprise. Yeah, there, that's, right. That's no surprise. So, <laughs> you know, I get you. You want to say okay, but again, proof is in the pudding. What's really gonna happen? Because yeah, I mean, it don't take a a a, a seeing man to know that there are. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> look, V, and it and it's not a a, a circ, it's not uh what circumstantial that um you know all of those states are in the south. I know, right? Every state, like, right? Hey, then y'all were all of those, all of Let me ponder on that. Why is that? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, man, it's no surprise. I listen. I just don't want us to get caught up in the politics of this. Understand the timing of it all. We know that the data is real. We know that it's not. It, we've been talking about this for years, for decades now, right? And it's finally starting to get more and more um, uh, rhetoric behind it. And it seems like we're getting a lot more attention behind it. But don't let up off the gas after they get your vote. That's, that's right. the other side of it. Because that's going to get us to the polls. But then we got them for four years now. And they still don't deliver. We still talking this same about this same letter five years from now. No, yeah. what, what was disappointing is it started in 1860. Then they re-upped it in 1890. Yes. <clears throat> they talked about it for the last couple of hundred years. And now, hopefully, <laughs> if that rhetoric is starting to get some teeth behind it. I'm not convinced just yet, but they're at least talking about it in both sides of the house. So yeah. let me, let so me quote the end of the, the letter. It says... In fact, it is our hope that we can collaborate to avoid burdensome and costly litigation that has occurred in several states. So yeah. they like, keep messing around. We're going to stick the DOJ on you. <laughs> and, and it's going to cost you a whole lot of money on the front end and the back end. So uh, I think they, they might be, uh, they might have a big joker in their hand. I don't know. Hey, hopefully, call, I, hopefully, I, get, hopefully packs, I get my 40 right. acres and a mule too. <laughs> Forty acres of mule and, and Ken Paxton. <laughs> for those for those uh, listeners that are outside the state of Texas, Ken Paxton is our Attorney General who was uh, impeached by the uh, Texas House. Uh, went to trial in the Texas Senate. He donated two million dollars to the the person, the Lieutenant Governor who oversaw the process, and miraculously, he was found innocent of all sixteen charges. <laughs> He's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I did it. What now what? The law. Challenge. Man, Texas in Texas, a special boy. They special. Well, walked out there like Nino Brown. Yeah, play yeah. Me. It's, it's bigger than me. <laughs> it's bigger than me. So just just in case of a few folks who are listening do not know what the land, the Moral Land Grant Act is. And you think it only touches uh, historically black college and university. That is one of the reasons why we have that name, HBCUs. In 1860, it gave states 30,000 acres to establish colleges and universities. Auburn, University of Georgia, mm -hmm. UT, University of Kentucky, you name it. They all benefited from this money by the federal, by this act. Well, they realized that they left some schools out, and then they went back in 1890 and passed passed a, I guess, a re-up, to, to, for lack of better terms, and that still left HBCUs, those that were classified as HBCUs, off. So that's why we're so upset. We can get our 40 acres in a mule. I don't think we got a half acre. 
to be honest, if you look at if you look at this monetarily. So we're talking about this in the year our Lord 2023, and it's still an issue. Yeah, still an issue. Yeah, Makes yeah. Me want still on. waiting on that mule too. Right. Hey, I need, I need one. <laughs> All right, and with that, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk some football. I see no reason. <laughs> Let's talk some football, man. Second and five. First, the ball up the middle and breaks free. The 20, the 10. Touchdown, Prairie View. And it is Tristan Wallace. Now, I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest here. I did not have us going to the reservation and beating Alcorn at Alcorn. My hat is off to Trazon Conley. He will not give up on this team no matter where what the situation. I just love his leadership and uh, QB1 is showing out. Man. <laughs> so, data point. Preview has not beaten Alcorn State since 2016. Data point. Purview has not won in Lorna, Mississippi since 2015. Data point. Alcorn and Southern were picked almost one and one to win the SWAC West. Data point. We went there and reaped the top rated rushing team in the SWAC and actually forced them to have to pass. Something they're not something they're not comfortable with. Anytime you force Alcorn State to take 37 pass attempts, do. That is something they're not comfortable with. And they were, and for whatever, I don't know what they did defensively, they stuffed the line, but they were able to stop the Alcorn State running attack, which consists of three all swag running backs, Jarvion Howard, uh, Nico Duffy, and Aaron Allen, the quarterback himself. These are all swag players. They stuffed it, kept them to three and a half yards per carry, and forced them to take nearly 40 attempts on the pass something that that is not characteristic of Alcorn State. And we said at the beginning of the year, if you can go on the road and pull out a win on somebody's home team, somebody's good at rushing, you got a chance at, at finishing ahead in the swag. And and Vila Gomez, his second walk-off on the road. Walk-off, baby. Get to oh, it, play. He said, give me my theme music. <laughs> 50 yards. We're not going to have him up there. Do not. Hype oh, up too dang much. It. keep forget. it down. Remember, we don't want to throw, we don't want that jinx on our kicker. <laughs> but he did hit a 50-yard walk-off with zero on the walk. clock. Hey, man, we were living La Vida Villa no, La Villa Gomez. Hey, but I I gotta give we gotta give credit. He's not here. Our executive producer, we had three receivers that were big. We had Brian Jenkins, uh, mm-hmm. the transfer from Alabama AM. Trajan Spiller came up big, four for 54 yards. Then you had a young man named Kobe Cavill, a.k.a. It's Cavill. Kobe. He from the Cavill side. He That's said he from the Cavill side. He from the Cavill side. Nephew came through with the clutch. Nephew came Nephew through. Came through. Hey, his, uh, his catch uh, actually set up the, the last winning score. So, hell, uh, no, all, all seriousness. Uh, hats off to that young man as he came in. They needed that fourth receiver to come in, but heck, they got a bonus in uh God, but um, what's his name? Dylan Domel. Uh, oh, uh, Dylan Domel. 
Yeah, 6'3", from my hometown, San Antonio. They started using him a little bit more. He only had two or three catches, but they started using him. He's one of those big body receivers, 6'3", that can move. And so give it trades on Conley for all the criticism he gets. He spread yeah. the ball across all these four or five, all the weapons that Prairie View has, and pulled out and pulled out the dub. Hey, hey, Big Mike, give it up to my boy, too. I'm going to start calling him Double-A Battery, Ahmad, um, Ahmad uh, Antoine. Antoine. Yeah, oh, he yeah. almost had 100 yards and a touchdown. So I think he was like 16 for 78. So he's, he's running that pill, too. Yeah, I think uh, we had a really well-balanced offense. You know, you had Ahmad oh, Antoine with 16 carries, 16 Ahmaud carries, Antoine. 78. We had uh, Caleb Johnson with 10 carries for 17. Trajan Conley also oh, yeah. ran on his own. <laughs> Connor Wisham uh, got in the mix. So they, they spread it around a lot. But the key, like you said, to hold Javion Howard to 13 carries for 41 yards, yeah, bro, that that is huge. That yeah, speaks volumes about that defensive line, man. They are bringing the heat. We and said we somebody can do that uh, on the road. Yeah, and Ahmad and Caleb, boy, they become the best duo, running duo. But the only yeah. thing is, I guess the only thing is on so, that side. So we, we got Graham next. Almost, yeah, we almost Perfect. gave up almost 300 in passing yards. So we still gotta work on that secondary. The secondary, yes. They, they, they still are. Yeah. We have to pray for them. We're going to pray for them. Give yeah. them a little speed. Lord bless them. Give them a little <laughs> extra hops. So, you know, help them to stretch their arms up, Lord, and just just wave their hands. And just, just give them some praise while you're running down the field. Just throw your hands up. Mm-hmm. Just, the ball ain't there. Just throw your hands up anyway. Uh, <laughs> hey, but another big thing, kick returns. Yeah, yeah. our, if, if you look at the kick return stats, we are averaging – over 12 yards uh for kick returns that's yeah. a big deal yeah. when 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 you can average over 12 that is a big deal so yeah. i think special teams also comes into play because you know we saw a couple of games this weekend that came down to special teams play so I, i'm excited about that and you know with villa gomez able to hit a 50 yarder hey man we should get points every time we touch the ball that's a game changer you cross that 35 and we good yep. So that oh, little yeah. green line of field goal uh, range has moved back. So we when do we start planning our December tailgate? Don't to, we're not going to talk about it yet? Uh, not, not, no, not, no, 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 sir, no, no sir, no, not till too Thanksgiving. Soon. Too we're soon. Not talk about <laughs> it Thanksgiving. No, too soon. Yeah, too soon. No, sir. No, sir. Too soon. Too soon. For some reason, something go wrong. We're gonna go back to this moment. Rollers start talking that mess. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about it. We ain't yeah. gonna talk about it. No, no, we not gonna talk about it. <laughs> but no, man, great win, great win by the team. We've got Grambling next. Uh, Grambling pulled out a win uh, this week as well. So they beat uh, Texas Southern, and so they're coming in, try, starting to feel themselves a little bit too. Uh, so this should be a really competitive game. I'm looking Grand, forward to it. Yeah, Grambling, Grambling's top linebacker, Keith, Keith, his last name's Anderson. He had a uh, personal foul uh, targeting, which ah, means he will sits. be out for three quarters of that Ooh. game. Oh, wow. Um, so, <laughs> we must be living right, man. We living right, see? One data point. <laughs> but uh, TSU, for all intents and purposes, should have won the game until body was out. So they, had, they yeah. went with the backup. But TSU, all kinds of purpose, still had a chance to win that game, just lost it. They really self 
self-imploded more so than Gremlin beat them. Gremlin did decide, you know, they finally woke up and said they can play. Like, oh, we're here to play football. But it was more so TSU imploding. Yeah. And I, you know, I might call me petty, but I would like to go back to the preseason picks. Yes. <laughs> I was petty all week. I would like to come back to the preseason picks. Swack West, preseason picks. Number one, Southern. Number two, Alcorn State. Number three, Texas Southern. Number four, Grambling State. Number five, Prairie yeah. View A&M yeah, yeah, University, yeah. just above Arkansas Pine Buff. Now, I'm looking at our two wins in the SWAC, and they are against teams who were above us. Yes, mm. absolutely. Mm. You noticed that, huh? How'd that work? We come in okay. the number one spot. That's yeah. it. <laughs> So, like I said, we get that chip on our shoulder. All right, they they All don't right. see us coming. They don't see us coming. But we got we got a, a senior quarterback uh, who's made his bones in the SWAC West. Um, so he's been there. He has he has traveled to a championship game before, and I think he brings that pedigree and that experience and and can share that with some of these new guys on the team. And um, I, I am really excited for where we're headed. Really excited. I am, I am too. I am too. We sure up that that secondary. I, I think we can play with anybody. That's it. That's great. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with the We Ready shout outs. All right, of course, I think the first We Ready shout out has got to go to our kicker. Villa Gomez <laughs> yep. hitting that 50 yarder, baby. Clutch the second walk off of the season. So, Villa Gomez, he ready. He ready. He ready. All right. Hey, we didn't get a chance to talk about the, um, the volleyball team, but man, just want to give a shout out to them. They have been, I don't know if y'all caught them or not, but man, they have been doing the doggone thing. They swept over uh, Alabama AM 3 0. And then yep. just earlier today, they just swept UAPB three to zero. So it was, hey. hey man, they doing it. And the volleyball team, they ready. They, they ready. ready. Hey, I'm yeah. gonna say, I'm gonna say, let's get ready. You guys get ready to head north. I mean, it's gonna be on and popping up in the uh, in the beautiful DFW area. You know, the state fair kicks off. PV Graham, uh, PV alumni. We've got the big gala where i mean we we've almost sold it out it's going to be a beautiful situation that friday evening we give out so much money and scholarships i mean this is a, a really good event where, where uh we've been holding it down for a minute but yeah it's gonna be lots of fun we got tailgate and everything so uh pb fam let's 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 get ready to have a great uh weekend and also uh whoop up on graham there it is let's yeah. get it and they still get tickets to the gala can uh, they still who? get tickets to the gala? Are tickets can still people still purchase the tickets for the gala? Yeah, there's like a couple. Yeah, there's still some available. Yeah. Uh, how can they get tickets, man? <laughs> See, you got to know somebody. Oh, it's okay. one of those. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I fumbled. I fumbled it. Call me. Get in touch with me and I can get you, I can get you tickets to the gala, okay? Okay. Hey, All look right. him up on Instagram. <laughs> look him up. What's your, what's your Instagram, Vic? Victor Langford. That's it. All right. So I got, I got, I got two. We ready. Uh, Roland stole my little deal on the volleyball, but still, I want to give two players specifically, Johnny Henderson and Kylie Owens. They are number three and four. The SWAG website has not updated, but they in the, they are in the tops in two categories: hitting percentage or scoring percentage, 
And my favorite category, kills. 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 <laughs> yeah. Kylie Owens, number two. Only mine. Uh, Elise Doom from Southern and uh, ahead of uh, Brooklyn from Florida AM. Florida AM, to their credit, they have a lot of folks, but Kylie and Johnny, they are ready. They're they ready. ready. All right. Let's try and take this thing out of here. Shanetta and I here. Wait a minute, so. wait a minute. Before you do it, happy. Go ahead. 29th anniversary to my wife, beautiful wife, because I'm yes. normal here. <laughs> 29 years. Happy so. anniversary to Mike. Yeah, and I was there. I was there and I my tuxedo didn't fit right. It was sexual harassment. <laughs> but I was there. <laughs> I'll have some shrinkage. But hey, I see like, no reason not to have a happy anniversary. And they was like, it's not about you. This is not your day. Like a champ. Hey man. I was like, man, don't get me in this picture. <laughs> Congratulations, bro. Y'all oh, raised a beautiful it. family, man, and uh, been getting it in for, for, for so long, man. I'm just so proud because I can remember y'all were dating and, you know, we were staying over there in, uh, in, 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 on Cherry Street and yeah. TV. So, yeah, y'all probably been together about 30, man. So, congratulations, bro. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yep. So All right. Cherry Let's Street. take it on out of here. So, I'm, I'm let me get the metronome going. PV. You, you know, know. Oh, how he know, how he gave you the beat and y'all still <laughs> I got the beat. <laughs> he was sitting here literally. I thought I said it, man. I came in on time. Come on, you I did it. <laughs> I think you were slow rolling. That's on you, Rolling. You gotta go to DJ Collins. Roll the clip. Roll the credits, man. Come on, Rolling.